0: Awww, don't do that to me! I have to take care of two people at the same time! I am not even emo! (laughs) I would like, if I may,
1: to take you on a strange journey. Now, normally you'd be getting a punchline. A funny little gag. Well, not today. On this late September evening, we will delve in a little deeper as to who these hosts are. Deeper into these strange minds. It was a night out they were going to remember for a very long time. Hey, all Geeks, Gamers, and everything in between. My name's
0: Bailey. I'm McKenna. And I'm Caden, and welcome to the Hyperfix Nation podcast.
2: Where we talk movies, video games, and TV. So
1: join us, and let's get into it.
0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode
1: nine?
2: Mm-hmm, nine.
1: I think it is episode nine. Episode nine, that's crazy. I love how we can't remember, so we just question it at every single time.
0: I don't remember my own age, let alone what podcast <laughs> episode we're on. By the way, I should give a fair warning, I'm a bit under the weather as we're recording this, so if I sound like a little sick boy, a little sickly sick, uh, that's fine. Besides that, welcome to the episode.
2: What are we even doing this week, y'all?
1: This one's a bit of a weird one. Uh, I feel like we should start off with anything that we've watched this week since the last time we recorded this episode. Since those who don't know, we're recording this a bit early to go off of scheduling stuff. Um, I didn't watch anything this week.
2: What? Did you at least watch the shorts and saw?
0: Yes. Yes, I did. Of course.
2: Okay, good.
0: I watched the back of my eyelids mostly. I did a lot of sleep and (laughs) snoozing. I'm a snooze cruiser. Anyways, did you guys watch
1: anything? I actually did. I watched a few things. Uh, I watched The Karate Kid for the first time, which is
0: actually pretty good. It's one of my brother's favorite movies of all time. I remember when he watched it for the first time, he thought he knew karate and he would always beat me up. He's
1: younger than me, I'm just not allowed to hit him back. Another thing that I watched was Pearl, which is actually a prequel to X, which we talked about last week.
2: How did you like that? I know you were really excited.
1: I I like X of course and I really liked Pearl. I think Pearl is a little bit weaker than X, but they have they both have a unique enough feel where it definitely is worth going and seeing.
2: Is it super gory?
1: Uh it's not the goriest horror movie I've seen. It's got quite a bit though.
2: What's the goriest movie you've ever seen?
1: Technically, it would be Hellraiser.
2: Really?
0: That's a good one. Feels like a cop-out. I, I, I'm I, sure if I thought about it more, I'd think of something. Some of the Saw movies, I guess. I haven't seen all the Saw movies, despite being a huge fan. But I'd, I'd have to say Hellraiser, because you see like a, a lot of gross stuff.
1: I definitely know mine. I think probably Halloween 2017 or 2018 is probably the goriest. Really? Really? yeah it's a little bit more subtle gore in lots of the times but there's a few moments in it where it's like really out there and it's like oh
2: i think the suicide squad is pretty gory like but that's like oh that's but right that's like but that's like the one time i was like surprised to see gore i can't really think of a horror movie where i was like whoa that was a little too much i only watched one movie this week and that was rocky horror picture show my aunt was begging me to watch it And then this weekend she forced me. (laughs) I liked it. I think you two would like it.
1: I definitely need to watch it.
2: I think you guys should check it out. It's it's one of the weirdest movies I've ever watched in my life.
0: It has Tim Curry in it, right?
2: Tim Curry is amazing.
0: I
1: love Tim Curry.
2: He carries the whole movie. He's great in it. I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, but Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was good. Yeah. Good
1: show. I'll definitely give it a try when I can. In other movie kind of news, since we don't know any actual movie news since we're recording this early, we can talk about some of the stuff that's coming out, though. The day that this podcast comes out, The monsters comes out. I'm so excited for that movie, dude. Directed by Rob Zombie. From
0: what I know about Rob Zombie, that man seems to be obsessed with The monsters, right? His biggest hit is Dracula, which is a monsters reference. Yeah. He references it in house of a thousand corpses like that man like this is his dream movie so like i'm excited
1: yeah i'm excited as well i've never seen a rob zombie movie i've seen some of his music videos and i like his music but his 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 music videos are very similar to his movies with like how crazy they are so i'm kind of interested in this one
2: you sound like a critic <laughs> The, the flavor of his movies are quite divine.
0: If Rob Zombie movies had a flavor, it would be, um, I'm trying to think, you know when you bite into something and it's really hot, it's really, really hot, and it's like, all you can think about is how hot that was and how it jacked you up. That's the Rob Zombie movies.
2: Like how spicy?
0: No, 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 no. Like hot, like cooked too hot. Oh. Like fresh oh. out the oven. Ah, my tongue, it burns. Rob Zombie burned my entire <laughs> eyes. <laughs> that what sounds then? like a very
1: interesting way to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> that,
2: was, that was very passionate.
1: <laughs> and then the uh, the day after this comes out, we got a movie called Blonde, which is a movie about Marilyn Monroe.
2: It's rated NC-17.
0: Nice. I gotta ask my mom if I can watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: I, i'm gonna ask my mommy if i can watch that one
0: mom can i watch the Marilyn monroe <laughs> movie
1: <laughs> i'm not as interested in that one as some of the other stuff coming out just because i don't know i like Marilyn monroe it's just i don't know how this is gonna be like of portraying what what happened to her and stuff um and then the friday after this comes out we got uh three movies uh We got Smile, which looks to be the least scary horror movie coming out this year. We got Bros, the gay comedy done by Billy Eichner. And then we got Hocus Pocus 2, which is probably gonna suck. I've never
0: seen the original. I will not watch the sequel because I do not get the hype. I don't get it. Does anyone actually enjoy the film? Like, yeah, I
2: like the first one. I
1: like Hocus Pocus. There's, It's not the best, but it's enjoyable. Is it your favorite Halloween movie? No, not my favorite. But I don't think it's anybody's favorite Halloween movie. I just... I don't get it. That's about all we have for movie news. So we can go into our new segment this week since uh, some of our audience uh, reached out to us and wanted to get to know us better, so we decided we'd do this, which is we're going to be discussing some of our hyperfixations.
0: So for those of you at home wondering, uh, Bailey decided to choose two uh, Disney slash Pixar shorts uh, that we can talk about this week. Um... I think it's funny that they're both about dogs. The whole time I'm just going, "What the dog doing?" I like
1: dogs. One of them was Feast, and the other one was Kitbull. Anything y'all want to say about Feast? Feast is very sweet.
2: It was my least favorite out of the two. Yeah, but I liked it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. Kitbull more. The character designs in Feast are
1: out of the. Park. Oh, the animation is so good.
2: Uh, the dog is named Winston, like my cat. So that yes, cool. I noticed that. Yeah.
0: Winston. Winston is a good name.
2: I liked the rack focus it did for the meatball towards the end. It was like on the die and did the rack focus on the meatball. I was like, <laughs> cool. By the way, a rack focus is when it focuses something either close up or in the background and then it changes focus. If it's, it changes one subject to
0: another. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird compliment, but I really enjoyed the cinematography in this yeah. silly little short. Like it was, yeah, it was really good. The way it like slowly revealed things, and when the story became more about the humans, it showed the humans more. It, you know, good use of cinematography.
1: Yeah, Feast is just really good. I think it's one of Disney's best shorts from what the little stuff that they did. Uh, do you all have anything to say about Kitbull?
2: Yeah. That's my favorite out of
1: the two. One of the best Pixar shorts,
0: it's it's a Pixar Spark short, which means it's one that they brought people in for. Like, they just brought people in and said, hey, want to make something? Here you go. And sometimes that makes an amazing short, and sometimes that makes Pearl, which is one of the worst things Pixar has ever made.
1: I think it's very interesting that some of Pixar's best, I think, or at least their most emotional shorts that they've done are ones that didn't even play in front of, like, the movie's... Because that's what like most of them are known for, like Bow. Uh,
2: my first note for Kit for Kitbull was, "Why are you obsessed with animals, Bailey?"
1: They're it like I like dogs and cats. They're cute, and also this, and also I remembered that this one made me cry. So I, I, I yeah.
0: The little cat is a silly little goober. I love the cat in this. He's a goofy I love- ass little guy. I love him.
1: They got cats exactly how they are. I liked yeah.
2: I liked when the cat's eyes went big when he played with the cat. <laughs> I was like, "That is so cute."
0: <laughs> yeah, they they haven't put a short in front of their movies in a bit cuz it's all been Disney Plus releases. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's been some really good Pixar shorts lately. Uh what's funny is Kipple first came out on YouTube. Uh, I think really? it was yeah, it was before Disney Plus even existed. Uh, KitBull was out on YouTube. I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly where I was when I first watched this short. We had gone to Disney World, and we were coming back. We got to Denver, and we couldn't get any flights back. There was nothing. Um, so we just had to drive. So um, I watched KitBull in the car on the start of that, yeah. Did you cry? I did. Yeah. I didn't cry this time, though, because I think I'm a soulless monster now. I just cried this time
1: watching it as well. Emotional stuff about animals always makes me sad. Yeah. What is your guys' top three Pixar shorts?
2: I don't, I don't, uh, I have
1: to look them up. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <gasps> there's so, just, there's so many.
0: I can go. Um, okay. In no particular order, it's Mike's New Car, Bao, and um, Day and Night. That's a good one. Bow is one of the is probably the most I've ever cried in a theater for Bow for Bow that shit had me weeping.
1: I feel like you're missing one, Caden. I thought you would like that look one.
0: honestly. Out is fine, all right. It's not my favorite, all right. There's just the ones I picked are just well. Mike's new car is because it's one of the funniest things ever made. I wanted like I yeah. quote it almost daily. Yeah. Um, uh, I picked day and night because it is one of the most like almost beautiful shorts I've ever seen. Like, it's just so well done. And then I picked Bao because it's really good. It made me cry.
1: Uh, Yeah. I think I have mine. All right. I think mine goes... Go off, royalty. I think number three is Jerry's Game. You know, the one with the chess.
0: (laughs) Base, that's a good one, yeah.
1: I like him. Uh, Number two goes to Bao, of course, just because it's really good. I guess number one will go to Kipple. Just because it's... It's It's very emotional and is really good. of what are your three?
2: (laughs) Well, I like Bao, too. That one's a good one. (laughs) I like the blue umbrella one.
1: That's a good
0: one. That's a really good one. That one is really good.
2: And then I like Piper, because it's cute, and the animations are really good.
1: Piper's a good one.
0: I have in my other room, right, I have a whole Pixar shrine. And I have a bunch of the old Disney Tsum Tsums. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I remember those when you collected I have them. a whole
0: set of Pixar short ones, yeah. Nice. I
1: have,
0: and I have shelves of Pixar ones. You know what? I'm going to get into it now. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our hyperfixations. And I decided to go with Pixar. Because other than dinosaurs, I think Pixar is probably my earliest. Actually, no. Pixar is probably before dinosaurs. I was born in May of 2003. The other thing that was born in May 2003 was the movie Finding Nemo. That was the first movie I ever saw. Really? My parents took me to the theater and it was the first movie I ever saw. I mean, technically I was, you know, days old, but it was my first movie. And I always like to say that because Pixar became my life after that. I literally met one of my best friends at Pixar, and That's I hope fair. he's listening to this one. If he is, hi, Michael. I've been to the Pixar Animation Studios, and like I've ranked my favorites. They've heard me. Pixar has heard me in the past. They've made some bad movies. They made Brave. They made Good Dinosaur, but... I still will always go and see the new movies on the day they release unless it's Lightyear. Like, I just, I love Pixar. And Monsters, Inc. is my favorite, by the way. If anyone was wondering, Monsters, Inc. is my favorite Pixar movie. Monsters,
2: Monsters, Inc. is the best, in my opinion,
0: too. Uh, but I believe you guys wrote questions...
1: Yeah, actually. I I wanted to ask, how have you felt about Pixar's recent stuff? Lightyear was okay,
0: but if you're making a movie in the 80s, cast actors from the 80s, right? If you can't, if it's a voice cast thing, cast Keith David as Zerg, you know? Like, cast people who were around in the 80s to do it. And uh, what about Turning Red? Turning Red was a surprise. I did not think I was going to like Turning Red as much <laughs> as I did. And I really enjoyed it. I do think it's great. I think the story is fun. I do think I think someone needs to sit down with Disney and Pixar and go, Hey, you guys have been making a lot of generational trauma movies lately. Are, are you guys okay? <laughs> and then what was before? Soul, right? No, it was Luca. Luca is very good. It is extremely good.
2: I feel like, I feel like everyone's kind of forgotten about it and I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. It was, it was popular on TikTok for about a month and then it just, everyone just kind of forgot about it and it's like, oh. So have you seen, have you seen every single Pixar movie?
0: I I have seen every movie. I I could probably still name every Pixar movie in order. I won't bore the audio listeners with that. And I could tell you what year they came out. Um, Also, I... For a long stretch of like five or six Pixar movies, I saw each one in a different state. Whoa. Which is really interesting. That's cool. It was Inside Out I saw in Florida, Finding Dory I saw in Washington DC, Good Dinosaur I saw in Colorado. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an animator. It was like one of my biggest ambitions, but then I realized animation is hard. And then I decided to not do that. But I still want to make movies now. Which, I mean, I guess I could still work at Pixar eventually. But I would just have to, you know, be good at making movies to get there.
1: Uh, do you have Do you have a favorite Pixar
0: character? Oh, Mike Wazowski. I love Mike Wazowski. He's my boy. He's my favorite. Or Sully. Mike or Sully. Because I own a lot of Sully merch. I like Bing Bong from Inside Out. He's great.
2: What What character... Uh, would you be if you're in the Pixar world?
0: You know uh, George Sanderson from, again, Monsters, Inc.? You know the one who gets the sock on his back? Oh, yeah? I don't know why. That, that was the first <laughs> one I good thought one. of. That's
1: a good one. <laughs> uh, is there good specific? Is there any specific th- like, thing that you like, especially about Pixar movies that lots of other movies don't really bring to the table?
0: Yes, actually. I think what makes Pixar special and what makes me love Pixar um, is that they put so much care into their movies. I just, I think Pixar, at least they used to, they had the most creative ideas, they had the most amazing worlds, great voice cast.
2: Cool. What, what's your favorite Pixar soundtrack?
0: oh don't do that to me (laughs) I did I did do it too I don't like Up as much as normal people but I do think Up's soundtrack is amazing Ratatouille's is incredible
1: (laughs) notice how all of them are done by a giaccino but
0: that's such a hard question (laughs) Uh, uh, Ratatouille Ratatouille yeah
2: that's my favorite too that's... It's so good. But it has a great could one. could fall asleep to it.
0: Like, any of the movies I listed, you could play any song from their score and immediately know what movie it is. Like... Yeah. Immediately. It's because Michael Giacchino's Aquino's the GOAT. All right. So who wants to go next? Uh,
2: I can go next.
0: All right. What's your hyperfixation?
2: Resident Evil.
0: Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one because I also really like Resident Evil. I don't think I like it near as much as you do, Kenna. But, yeah, you are... You you
1: are Resident Evil. What do you like about the about the Resident Evil franchise, Kenna?
2: Oh jeez, um, I really like the games a lot. So when I say I like Resident Evil, I mean the games, not the movies, not the TV shows. I like the games mainly because it has such an interesting story and it's so goofy at times and i really like the characters the characters are fun and there's so many of them too that i feel like you could choose one and be like yeah i relate to you you're you're gonna be my personality for the next five years
1: who who, no 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 no,
0: no. this is my question this is like one of three like very few questions i wrote down
1: i think we're gonna say ask the same question
0: (laughs) mckenna i know i know your answer Um, but who is your favorite character
2: My favorite character is a woman who is very well known in the franchise. Ashley. That's right, everyone. Leon! That was really good.
0: I don't know what else she says. I only know that she goes, Leon! and then there's the memes of her on the jet ski with leon
2: that's another reason why i love this franchise all the memes that come with it oh my god amazing
0: there is no game franchise with memes like resident evil
2: in all honesty anyone who knows me they know that my favorite is jill valentine
0: yeah your picture in my phone is jill valentine
2: that is awesome thank
0: you (laughs) yeah and yours bailey bailey yours is young neil from scott pilgrim just because i thought it was that's a good
1: one i like that uh is there any specific game that you like the most, McKenna, oh, in the Resident Evil franchise?
2: That's a hard one. I was thinking about this question earlier. So let's break down how on earth I got into this franchise, yes? Yeah,
0: I was. that was gonna be my question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. What was your first, and like, how did you get into it?
2: At the age of four, I did not play this franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at the age of four, um, I was given a controller and played Halo with my parents because they needed an extra player um, <laughs> and then ever since I've been, I've, I've had an addiction towards games. It's become a problem.
1: She's been a gamer girl.
2: I've been a gamer.
1: <laughs> Gamers.
2: Uh, 2017, maybe 2018, Resident Evil 7 came out and that was a big thing on the internet when it came out.
0: Cause it's a good game.
2: Yeah, I was like, wow, this is really interesting and I watched some streamers play it and it was really cool i was like oh dang wait this is seven how many are there i bought my gaming computer in 2020 i want to say um i played the first resident evil because i was gonna start i was gonna start from the very beginning i started with one and let me tell you that was one of the most
0: I like yeah to put it in perspective i remember the day i believe you called me right <laughs> I, I don't I do, usually yeah. get phone calls because i don't like talking on the phone i believe i was in the taco bell drive through and i get a call from you that's just i did it i, I beat resident evil one on hard mode i did it yeah. I was like
1: cool congratulations good for you
2: so the thing about me is that I really enjoy beating hard games. It just gives me so much good feelings in my brain. And so I was like, yeah, I'll play on the hardest setting, and I'll choose... Oh, I know Chris because my dad used to play Resident Evil 5, and I was like, oh yeah, Chris, I know him. I'll just choose him. Did your
0: parents play Resident Evil 5 together?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think oh, that would have been
0: dad. so cool, actually.
2: I-, I actually have played one Resident Evil game with my father. He needed... He needed someone to play with, and so I played with him, and it was fun. Uh, Anyways, back to my story. Yeah, so I chose Chris, who, if you guys don't know, that is the hardest one to play out of the two.
0: I tried to play as Chris. Uh, I bought Resident Evil 1. I tried to play it. I played 30 minutes, and I gave up. It is too hard. I am not a gamer. I can't beat Resident Evil 1. I never will, probably.
2: Yeah, so the first Resident Evil game, it was nothing like I've ever experienced before. The camera angles mm-hmm. were old, where it's yeah. stationed in one part of the room, and y- yeah. you can't see where a character's going. So a zombie could be around the corner, and you wouldn't even know it, and all of a sudden you get bit by a zombie, and you're like, I don't even know how this happened. Freaks me out every time. Resident Evil was the first game where I was scared for my life, and it was the first game where I got actually jump scared a couple times. The game took a long time for me, because it was my first time playing it. I was playing on hard mode, I was playing as Chris, and it's a puzzle game, and I didn't look up anything. I did everything with my own brain, and it took me 34 hours to complete, and it was the funnest right. experience I've ever had.
0: I wanna know how you feel, no, I know how you feel about Resident Evil 2, cause I was there. I helped you beat Resident Evil 2. Yep, yeah. after
2: that, I played Resident Evil 2, With Caden, though. Caden was there by my side. Yeah, because
0: I had already played Resident Evil 2. I'd played the Leon route. And it's one of my favorite games of all time.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really fun. So
0: I had already... I knew everything. So I was like, let's see how fast we can beat the Claire route. Since I know all the puzzles, I'll just be like, do this, do this, do this. We... I think we sat down, and we did not stand up nope. until the game was completed, and it only took-
2: f- It took six hours. Was it six? I thought yeah. it was like five. Five and a half to six hours, we, we beat it. Yeah,
0: and then we ate cookie dough after. I specifically remember that. That was rad.
2: That was really fun. <laughs> that game, by far, is the best in storytelling.
0: Yeah, it's great. All
2: right, move on to Resident Evil 3. It's it's a fun game. It's short, though. I, you, you can beat it pretty quickly. But yeah, I played that one, and then the next one I moved on to- resident evil 4 on the vr in vr so much fun it was so i actually became leon s kennedy it was a lot of fun
0: and you got to hear ashley in the room with you going leon
2: Omg, yeah you'd be in the same room with her and she's like leon help me (laughs) it's like i can clearly see you
0: and it's like get in that trash can (laughs) and then wesker comes in he's like you will give me an egg and then that's the whole game.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I haven't played Resident Evil 4 all the way through.
2: Resident Evil 4 is, is really fun, actually. And by the way, you, are, you play as Leon, which last time we played as Leon was in Resident Evil 2, and he was a rookie cop, and by rookie, I need a rookie. It was his first day (laughs) on the job.
0: And then now he's president secret service man.
2: But yeah, um, that's the fourth game, and then right now I'm in the middle of the fifth game.
0: Still stuck on it, huh?
2: (laughs) I have been getting better. (laughs) I get so mad. (laughs) So, for anyone who doesn't know, the fifth game is supposed to be a two-player game. However, I'm alone, and I don't play with two people. I play by myself. You play as Chris, and you have a partner, Sheva. And you two have to work together uh, to try and find your old uh, mate to Jill Valentine. But what? she's been
0: kidnapped by the actual best character in the whole franchise.
2: Which is Albert freaking Wesker.
0: Wesker! You will give me an egg.
2: <laughs> what is up with you? What is up with you in this egg? No,
0: it's like my favorite voice line, right? So for some reason, like, it became a meme. Because Dead by Daylight uh, just added Wesker. And they gave him an egg add-on because like he has a line i think it's in resident evil 4 or something where there's a side quest we have to bring wesker a golden egg yeah and his line from that is he goes you will bring me an egg and it's just so funny the way he says it it's awesome editing mckenna put it in right here you will give me an egg (laughs)
2: okay (laughs) anyways i don't know what just happened um yeah So, in Resident Evil 5, you go to a different uh, country, you go to Africa, and you're supposed to work together with another player, but I don't have another player, so I put on AI, and I just do do it myself. The problem is with AI is that if your partner dies, you die too, so that means I have to take care of two people at the same time, and try to beat it by myself, because my partner won't do anything about it, and she'll just stand there, and she'll only shoot the people when they're like one foot from me, but doesn't kill them the first time time because guess what i put it on the hardest setting because i like doing that
0: you've offered to buy me the game (laughs) so that i can play it with you so you don't have to play with the ai which i think is funny
2: i'm like halfway done so i'm not giving up yet okay uh questions bring them at me
1: do you have a favorite game in the series oh yeah that's not that's
2: what we're going off okay (laughs) um the second one has a really good story However, if you want down to its roots roots Resident Evil, I'd say go with the first one. I like that game. It's funky, but I really liked the puzzles and stuff. And then 4 is really fun. Oh my god, this is a hard question. (laughs) 2 is really fun. 4 is really fun. 5 is actually really fun so far. It's not like Resident Evil. It's a totally different, like... McKenna,
0: entirely. just you wait until you hit Resident Evil 7. Because it is genuinely the scariest piece of media I've ever experienced.
2: Really? Scarier than scarier than going around a corner and seeing a zombie?
0: Yeah, and I played it on my Steam Deck at work and it still, like, messed me Should up. Should I
2: explain, like, the bare basics of it? Mm-hmm. Pretty much Resident Evil is about bioweapons. The end. It's about bioweapons and characters trying to get rid of them and... Stuff. You know what? I'm I'm gonna explain why Jill Valentine's my favorite character.
0: Yeah, do that. Because that was gonna be my other question. I don't know if we'll even have time for more questions on this one.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> Resident Evil has a lot <laughs> of stuff. Uh Jill's my favorite because she was the first, well, one of the first female protagonists in a horror game franchise. And I think that's pretty cool, but she's not only like the final girl type. She's like actually like she's a badass She has a gun and she's she's
0: pretty epic. I yeah, would say she's pretty cool Do you have anything else you want to say about Resident Evil? Kind of.
2: I could talk about Resident Evil for hours, but I know I don't have enough time Do you guys have any more questions?
0: Okay, here's my question. What do you think the best Resident Evil meme is? <laughs>
2: I want to say my favorite one is Chris constantly trying to get Claire, like, hooked up with someone to continue the Redfield bloodline.
0: He just wants to continue the the Redfield bloodline.
2: That's that's my favorite meme. But yeah, I'm excited for new games to come. Uh, I think they're headed in a fun direction. Resident Evil is a great franchise, love it. All right,
1: Bailey. I think it's Bailey's time. (laughs) Bailey, say what your thing is. (laughs) I I had nothing to say about Resident Evil, (laughs) but that's all right. The thing that I chose to be my hyperfixation that we're going to be discussing is kind of two things in one. It's Percy Jackson, but also just as a bigger thing, just Greek mythology as a whole in general. When I first started learning stuff, like mythology as a whole, back in 4th, uh, 5th grade. Of course, Percy Jackson came out at that time, which really got me into it, just because the book series is so like near and dear to my heart. And then the movies came out, actually, and uh, they are not amazing. My hype for mythology kind of died down until this musical came out, and it's called Hadestown.
0: You do seem like a Hadestown fan.
1: I am a Hades Town fan. It's the best musical I've ever listened to.
2: Oh, have you listened to the Percy Jackson musical though?
1: I need to. I haven't.
2: You haven't?
1: I haven't. I need to. When Hades Town came out and I found out about it, that kind of reinvigorated the whole love for mythology. Yeah, and now the new TV show is going to be coming out in the next year or so, and I'm very excited.
0: Who's your favorite Greek god?
1: All of the Greek gods suck as people, but my favorite is Athena. <laughs> Athena. I love Athena.
2: What what god would you be the child of?
1: Also Athena. <laughs> I may not I may not sound smart, but I think I am fairly smart. I'm fa- I'm smart enough to be a child of Athena, hopefully.
2: Who's your favorite character? Like not god, but like who's your favorite character
1: in Greek mythology or in
2: No, in in Percy Jackson and uh Heroes of Olympus stuff.
1: Ooh, that's a difficult one. Uh I think I really love Percy, and I really love Annabeth, but I think my favorite, uh, Percy Jackson character is Nico.
2: Nico? Really?
1: The son of Hades. Yeah. Yeah. I love Nico.
2: You would like the emo kid, wouldn't you, Bailey? Goodness.
1: I'm not even emo! I don't- (laughs) You- you be trying,
0: though. You do be trying.
2: You- you do be trying.
0: I'm really not. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of more questions. I couldn't come up with many questions because I don't know much about Greek mythology myself. Don't
2: worry, Caden. I'll take it from here.
0: Um, what do you (laughs) think is better at showing Greek gods? Um, SpongeBob showing Poseidon (laughs) or, um, Hercules?
1: (laughs) What? Um, well, I mean, in, in, in SpongeBob, Poseidon's kind of a jerk.
2: Well, it depends on which type of Poseidon you get.
1: All of the Greek gods are jerks.
2: Uh... What do you think about Heroes of Olympus? Like, do you like it?
1: I love Heroes of Olympus. Do you not like Heroes of Olympus?
2: I'm a Percy Jackson purist. I only like the Percy Jackson books. I don't like Heroes of Olympus. Quick question. Which one did you read first?
1: Heroes of Olympus or yeah. Percy Jackson? Percy Jackson.
2: Okay, just just making sure. You,
1: you, you have to. It's like a sequel series.
2: Well because i know some people have read heroes of olympus first and then percy jackson and they hate percy jackson
1: okay so for those who don't know the author rick riordan he made lots of different mythology stuff he did greek uh roman egyptian and right now he's doing norse i think the first ones that i read were the cain chronicles which were the egyptian mythology ones
2: i the 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 cain chronicles i like those ones
1: I like the King Chronicles. But I just I like the entire series as a whole just cuz I'm a big mythology buff. Uh,
2: well, what's your favorite story?
1: My favorite like myth? Mhm. Okay, well, I'm extremely biased. It's going to be the
0: Hades town one.
1: Yeah, it's the really? tale of Orpheus and Eurydice. Oh, my goodness, Okay. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Tales of love th- that are like that don't always end well are just like good. I, I really like them. Like, I like La La Land.
0: I choose... I'm one of the people that chooses to turn La La Land off right before it gets sad.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Orpheus and Eurydice is really good. Hadestown the Musical is great. And I just... I think I'm definitely biased because of Hades Town, But that's definitely my favorite myth.
2: Okay. Okay. What mythical creature would you want to see? Or being even?
1: Um... That's a very difficult question, actually. Can I just take from any mythology? Yeah. Well, personally, I really love the uh, the death jackals from the Egyptian mythology.
0: The one that chases Moon Knight, right?
1: They serve... Anubis. Yeah, they serve Anubis, and I just... Like, dogs.
2: I think, I think they're just called jackals.
1: Well, yeah, but they're called specifically something, because they're, like... They're obviously jackals, like, that's the breed or whatever, but I think they're called... Sp- something special because they're you know servants of anubis
2: okay uh would you be in camp jupiter or half blood hill i don't
0: know what that
1: means Ooh, that means roman or or greek me
0: personally i like greek more i'm sure you have a a similar answer
1: Uh, i do like greek more but if i had to choose like what uh mythology kind of thing that i'd be like part of it would be i think Egyptian.
2: Oh, Egyptian? Yeah. Oh, you totally did a one
0: eighty. I okay. think
1: I think Egyptian stuff fits me better.
0: Okay, I have an important question, right? Yes. Since most mythology, you know, mythology is culture based. hmm Does Paul Bunyan count as American mythology? Yes. Okay. And Johnny Appleseed and all that. he's, that's kinda cool. He's
1: the god he's the god of lumber. God of ax. And then there's <laughs> the bull. There's the blue and- bull. Babe, the blue ox, baby, yeah, and then there's uh, John yeah, yeah.
0: Henry, who also is mythology and is the god of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Thor.
2: Okay, Bailey, if you had a quest, would you do it? And then who would you take with you?
1: I would. I would probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you. You two are my only friends, so I would take you two. I guess. Yeah. I will be the comedic relief who has a fake out death. You would be.
0: Caden, you'd be Grover. You'd be Grover, like from the like from Sesame. Street? Close enough, yeah. Oh
2: yeah, who would, who would, who would we all be, Bailey?
1: I think I would be Leo Leo Valdez from Heroes of Olympus. Caden is very much Grover. I'll take that as a compliment. I think or uh, Mr. Dionysus.
0: <laughs> oh, like Dionysus, yeah. like the god Dionysus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Dionysus? Yeah, Dionysus. Yeah. Mr. D. <laughs> You're
1: him. You're him as well.
0: That's like the god of wine, right?
1: Yep. Wine and parties? Hell yeah! Alright. Uh, McKenna. Uh, oh wait, no, you'd be- you'd be- Uh, is it- is it Grace? It's the- it's the daughter of Zeus.
2: Oh, her? I
1: think. I think you'd be her.
2: Yeah, yeah, Grace. Okay. The- the- the emo chick. I see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll- I'll take her. I'll die and turn into a tree and protect you. Alright, last question, you ready? Yep. Would you rather have a Cyclops come by your house every day and beat you up, or have you go to a Cyclops house every day and beat them up?
1: Um, I, I'll i go with the former, because I couldn't, I mean, either way, I'll get beat up, because I could not beat up a Cyclops. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm just a b- very big fan of mythology as a whole. I'm definitely excited about the TV show, uh... I may honestly have to rewatch the movies when around when the TV show comes out, just so I can appreciate the TV show that much more.
2: Okay. Nice. Alright, well, that was a fun conversation. Yeah. Really got to uh, know each other better.
1: Anyways, that brings that kind of thing to an end. Well,
2: one more thing. I would like to know, because I think both of you have said that you want to make movies. Why?
1: The
0: way that certain movies have, like, hit me, I want to do that for people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The way movies like Evil Dead 2 or Baby Driver or Back to the Future hit me, I want to give that to more people. I think movies are the best medium.
1: I think mine's a very similar answer, where it's like, I see this very much... Uh, piece of art that very much hits me in a way and I want to make something like it And it's also just so much fun to make stuff that other people uh, Like enjoy yeah,
2: I went to high school and I was like, I don't know what I want to do I went to production class and I was like, I really like this and I and I've done acting for freaking years and uh, I was like, you know what? I am I feel like I want to do this. It's something I want to do so now I'm in college Um and I'm in the film program, so. Nice. Exciting times. Well, that was a fun episode.
1: Uh, we do need to talk about the, the, mo- the movie for next for the next recording.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, when you're listening to this, next week is the start of October. So, it's the start of Caden Spooky Month. Those who know me know I have three favorite horror movies. And we will be covering all three throughout the month. And we're going to start with Saw the original saw 2004 directed by james Wan. go watch saw
2: he's so forceful i'm scared
0: (laughs) well it looks like that's gonna do it for us this week don't forget to check us out on twitter at hyperfixnation on instagram at hyperfixnation don't forget to email us at hyperfixnation at gmail.com and uh yeah uh see you guys around see ya. bye peace farewell old friends Jill, you will give me an egg. It was in your best interest to assist me. Ah, shit. How is this possible? You failed
2: me.